Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host Ashley and we're here to discuss Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, which we just finished watching. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Did you see it in the theater with me? I assume so. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think we're done here. That silence summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the same way I felt, I think, after I saw it for the first time. I went into it this time thinking, like, I'm going to have clarity, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have clarity. I'm going to pay freaking attention. Yeah. And I'm going to figure this stuff out. Yeah. And I feel like I paid attention. I figured out as much as I could. And still feels a little bit of a hot mess to me. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of a hot It's mess. kind of a hot mess. Um, I, I don't know. It's not... Here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I have no horse in this race. I'm not invested. It doesn't... I mean... It's, uh, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the first one. Yeah. I had a fun time. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Like, rewatching it, I was like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. It was paced well for a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was exciting. And, like, I was a little lost at parts of it. I don't know if you would be necessarily. That might have just been a me thing. Um, but it was fun. And I liked the characters. And I was invested. And then in this one... You're seeing the same characters. They're all split up. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of all doing their own thing, and it's hard to follow. Mm-hmm. And the overall mission is a little foggy, a little gray. Yeah. Uh, there's like three. There's like at least three. Um, and <laughs> it's not as good of a time, in my opinion. Yeah. As a not really Star Wars fan. Yeah. It's really not. I mean... I was wondering, because the first one, they definitely tried to ape off of A New Hope, mm-hmm. like, in the plot structure, and I was like, is this supposed to be the next movie in the original trilogy? Yeah. The name of that is escaping me right now. Um, wow, and you call yourself a fan. I know, I know. Well, it's A New Hope, it's The Return of the Jedi, and it's the one that's right in between there. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. That sounds right. Um, we do have our Empire stand-in striking back pretty hard at this one, and so there are certain beats that do follow sure. the original trilogy, which I kind of wish we didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fine for the first movie, mm-hmm. and I feel like this was so messy, and if, it, if trying to hit the beats of that movie was trying to give it structure, it failed. And yeah. if it was trying to um, be a fun little addition, there was too much going on. Sure. So... Like, we have Ray off training with the Jedi Master, very much like Luke and Yoda in mm-hmm. that movie. Um, and, like, the Empire does seem to win a lot at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, we've lost so much, and Luke um, dies. And, um, I don't know, it feels like it's kind of mimicking that ending of that one. And even the Salt Planet's a lot like Hoth. The fight is a lot like the Battle of the Ice Planet. Um, there's just a lot of similarities at different points. Um, 
but we don't need to redo the original trilogy all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I've heard someone be like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be the same. They're all the same. I disagree. There's certain themes that are always the same in Star Wars mm-hmm. that I think you need to shut up about complaining about. Like, yeah, there always is the special chosen Jedi person, etc. They did it first. Let them have that. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> at the same time... The prequel trilogy does not follow, like, the plot structure and isn't trying to constantly mirror Mm-mm. the original trilogy. No. It's setting up that story, but it's just completely own... I don't even know if you could compare those, no. to be honest. Like, I don't... Again, I'm not one to speak. But, mm-hmm. like, the prequels were meant to be prequels. Yeah. Like, that's what they made them for. Yep. And whether they did that well or not, mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue. Yeah. But they were like, this is the story that happens before the movies that we've already seen. Yes. So that's what we're telling. That's not what we're doing with these ones, right? No. Like, we're telling new stuff. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason we wanted to, like, tell new stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the last, this movie and the one before now, we're trying to, like, retell the mm-hmm. original trilogy kind of again. Yeah. And Which, I mean, again, like you said, I think you could... Maybe call that a love letter. Yeah. And keep that for the first movie, maybe. Yeah, and that's where I think it was okay in the first movie. If that's really what you want to do, I think it worked. Yeah. I don't... The second movie was... Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go through what you wrote? I don't. And then I can critique more about (laughs) my thoughts and interject along the way? I don't. I think you do. (laughs) Um, well... My first note, I think, skipped a lot. Because she was eating popcorn. <laughs> the priorities. Okay? I was like, I'm going to remember what's happening because mm. it's just a space battle with Oscar Isaac. I mean, That's all it is. That was true. They're just fighting. Pretty much. It's a war amongst the stars, okay? <laughs> um, we start off with some good old-fashioned Star Wars. That's, you know, nobody told me. <laughs> Um, eventually, they take out a... I'm, I'm second-guessing the pronunciation. This is how the subtitles spelled it. Dreadnought? Maybe. <laughs> Your face like you've never heard <laughs> yeah. That was his goal, okay? That okay. became Oscar Isaac's goal, and I think he pulled it off. Okay, good, good. Um, in the midst of this, Finn wakes up. Yeah. He's been in a medically induced coma, I think. Yeah. I don't. The, it's from the fight in the woods with Kylo Ren. Okay, I don't understand movie. the wetsuit womb <laughs> simulator thing they have him in. I found that weird. I also don't know why he just awakened. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I mean, I guess it wasn't a medically induced coma yeah. if that's the case, but weird. I didn't enjoy that. The water healing is something that they keep bringing back in Star Wars. Fine, so. but why did he just suddenly wake up at that moment? <laughs> it was weird. For dramatic um, effect. <laughs> he has one thing on his mind. He wants to find Rey. Yep. Um, we jump to Rey. Yep. She's like, Luke, please be my BFF. And he's like, absolutely, I will not be doing that. And mm-hmm. she's just like following him around his island. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Chewie's there. He shows up, and then Luke's like, well, where's Han? And we all know what happened. Han is dead, man. Um, (laughs) I'm just jumping around here. I was like, I'm doing so good. I mean, the movie is uh, jumping around. Um, General Hux, 
I have General Hugs. I'm remembering his actual name. <laughs> Gobi. General Hugs. That was, that was a good moment. I enjoyed that. Oh. Um, is in trouble with Snoke. So is Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, They're both incompetent weenies. Yep. <laughs> um, Snoke says Kylo has too much of Han Solo's heart. Kylo is whiny about it. Mm. <laughs> yep. Ray follows Luke around his island like an annoying little sibling. <laughs> The Jedi text call to Rey. Luke is suspicious about uh, suspicious that she has force abilities. I think that that's like his first hint. I don't yeah. know. He's a little slow. He's, yeah. uh, <laughs> He's been out of the game for a while. <laughs> uh, Leia's working on a new plan. I'm al- I've already forgotten all of this. Uh, yeah, this was that, two hours ago. I'm I, lost. I don't blame you, honestly. She tells Poe to get his act together because he's being a hothead. Mm-hmm. Or he disobeyed her orders to go blow up the ship instead. Yeah. And killed a bunch of people. The and then at the end of this discussion, he says permission to go blow up a bunch of things. And she's like, granted. Yeah. So, like, she's used to using that Yeah. for her own benefit. <clears throat> so... You're She's the problem. <laughs> it's her. You can't reward and enforce bad behavior and then expect him to do something else. I'm just saying. She did strip him of his title. Not in this part. I don't think. Not yet? I no. don't think so. Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, Finn is worried about Rey finding them, but Leia has some kind of tracker so that she still can. Yep. Um, is it the... F- First order? Yeah. Is that Snoke's people? I think so. Okay. Uh, they track them down with light speed, which is impossible, but they did it. Through through uh, light speed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that not what I said? You said with light speed, I think. <laughs> That's how they phrased it, I thought. Uh. Um, which is impossible. Yeah. But they've done it. Mm-hmm. And that's really all we get to know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we don't ever told how. Like, That's impossible. But they did it. Okay. Cool, thanks. <laughs> um, Kylo kind of hesitates at attacking his mother's fleet for, like, a second. Yeah, that was the only good thing we've seen of him. Yeah. So he, like, he doesn't do it, but the rest of the bad guy fleet does. Mm-hmm. Um, so it still gets bombed, and Leia is, like, launched out into space, and she that uses was a weird moment. the force to bring herself back into safety. Yeah. But she's obviously not in good shape. Yeah, that was it a was strange moment. Kind of a weird. There are moments in these movies, not to sound like the annoyed Star Wars nerds, but like there are moments in these movies where you're like, why? Yeah, a little bit sure. where it's like, we've never used the Force like that before, right? Why? And like they'll do it in a moment where it doesn't impact the story at sure. all. Like that should be a big moment. Yeah. And um I don't know. And like I said, it sometimes that's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, this cool new thing we didn't think about in the movie. Right. Like that can be a really good moment. And I feel like sometimes in these movies it's just like it feels like you're potentially making plot holes. Mm-hmm in the earlier canon mm-hmm. by doing sure. it. Sure. And that's the one thing that I'll give them when everyone complains about in the next movie when, like, Ray stops the ship with her hand. Sure. Like, I don't care about the idea that she's not powerful enough to do that. But I do wonder, I think it raised some valid concerns as far as, like, what should have we been doing this all along? Like, yeah. is this now a plot hole right. for right. earlier in the story? Sure. You know? Fair question. <laughs> 
Anyway, that was a weird carry and uh, space moment. It was very strange. <clears throat> um, so Luke is very adamant about not going back and helping. Yep. He wants to stay on his mountain mm-hmm. by himself mm-hmm. and be emo. Mm-hmm. Um, R2-D2 shows up. And yes. they have a little heart-to-heart. That was kind of cute. And he decides to teach Ray the ways of the Force. Won him over a little bit. I liked that moment because I felt like in that moment, Mark Hamill is a good actor. Like, Luke is such a drama queen and stuff <laughs> that, like, sometimes I, I tend to think of Mark Hamill not being the best actor. Yeah. But he's I been mean, acting... you could make the same argument for Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. Or Adam Driver. Yes. Well, and, like, obviously when he was a very new actor when he did the yeah. original series. But... And it was the 70s. Yes. <laughs> But he's a good actor, and, like, I think that really shows in that moment, because, yeah. like, when he, like, goes, like, oh, R2, I was like, oh, like, you saw young Luke there in yeah. that moment, sure. like, how he used to talk to his droid, and, yeah. like, you even saw that on his face a little bit, where I was just like, oh, like, you're sure. not this new curmudgeonly version sure. of Luke right now, you're hearkening right. back to who Luke Skywalker was, I sure. liked that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> okay. My note says Neck Lady takes over for Leia. Weird flex. Who is she? She doesn't even go here. She's snarky to Poe. <laughs> yeah. Neck Lady. Listen, the woman has a long neck. She's a long, skinny woman. She is. A and long, then they skinny. gave her that costume, which is beautiful, and she pulls off, but yeah. it accentuates her neck. Yeah. Like and that almost looks like those, like, um, African neck... That's what it um, reminds me of. Stretching jewelry. And the, her neck is just that long. <laughs> yeah. And she got purple hair. Yeah. She's very a sight to behold. She's quite fabulous. I like I, I just, like the coolness. We don't know her. We don't know her. And she's gonna take over, which, somewhere in there, maybe it was where you mentioned, um, Leia did demote Poe. Yeah. She's like, you're not a commander now. She also just slapped him in the face, which was a little rude. She just slapped him in the face. That's just a bunch of pent-up years against Han Solo coming out. Well, that's that's nothing to do with him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, there's like a moment where they're talking about who's going to take over for Leia while she's recovering. Yeah. And you get the vibe that like maybe Poe thinks it's going to be him. Yes, yes, yes. He's like waiting for her to say... Poe. And, and it's says, not. It's no, this, this random purple-haired woman we've never seen before in our lives. I think she leads a different fleet. Okay. You know. We don't know that. Right. <laughs> I just think that was, like, implied by, like, her title, because wasn't she, like, an admiral or something like that? Probably. So she's out <clears throat> doing other rebel crap. Sure. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Um. What? She was very sassy to Poe in that moment. She comes off She's very, very, hard. very sassy. Because I didn't feel like he came off super undermining her authority. No, he was just like, what's the plan? And what am I doing? And was like, stop bossing me the ra- around. And, and he's like, w- tell me what the plan is. Do you have a plan? And she's like, now you're questioning my authority. Get out of here. And, and like, he's like, wait, what's the plan? <laughs> I still need to know what the plan is. <laughs> I, uh, this brings us maybe to our first uh, moment of this movie really uses the whole miscommunication thing mm-hmm. to an unrealistic level. I agree. I mean, like, that is the first moment where it's like, well, we're just not going to tell you. 
I was like, you're making conflict because you don't have any good conflict. You're making conflict for no good reason, period. Just to draw out this moment. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, this moment, if she just told him the plan, mm-hmm. and they had to execute it, but they were hoping to see if Finn and Rose's plan would work first, uh-huh. and she was clued in on that. Right. If everyone just sat down and had a conversation. Like, we still... The movie might have been a little shorter, which, let me tell you, that's fine. That movie was heck long, long. and it felt long. Um, We wouldn't have to have all this snipey, oh, mutiny, whatever, whatever that we end up having. Like, it could have just been, that plan didn't work. We we could still have Poe, probably more of Poe and her sniping back and forth if we want that dynamic. Because they hardly interacted because she kicked him out of the room. That would have been fun. Yeah. Honestly. Exactly. Oscar Isaac's a very snarky man. Exactly. And then they could have, <laughs> so is like, Lord, Lord <laughs> gotten on their little escape pods that they knew about because they got close enough to the rebel base, and then she could have sacrificed herself yeah. and stayed with the ship, and he could have been like, oh, okay, yeah, she's a good leader. We just lost something yeah. good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, I don't know, there's... Her whole storyline is a lot of telling mm-hmm. without any showing, mm-hmm. which is a mistake, especially, I mean, always. It's Laura Dern. She's a good actress. Why couldn't have we just, like, made her cool? Yeah, and it's especially a mistake when you're bringing in a character we've never met before. Yeah. Where it's like, we don't have this, like, standing knowledge, like Luke Skywalker sacrificing himself. Yeah. We know that's a loss. Yeah. This random purple-haired woman sacrificing herself, Leia had to tell us that's a loss. What they tried to do with every single storyline was subvert our expectations. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. And there was no payoff for it. It mm-hmm. just added length and confusion and made the story weaker. Yeah. I agree. I guess what I'm realizing, mm-hmm. like, and we'll get into it. I don't it know if you... they realize it, but no, yes. No, 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 but that's what it is. Like, They're like, why, here's this just thing. Oh, it's not what you think yeah, it is. Yeah, because I was like, why Why did they do this convoluted thing? Yeah. It was to try to have a surprise in there for yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, that surprise just made the story stupid. Yeah. Now it's lame. You just made it dumb for no reason. Well, and the thing about subverting expectations in general, when, like, I would say the majority of the time it is not done well. Yeah. And I think most of the time people in the moment Mm -hmm. think it's exciting because they're surprised. Yeah. So, like, you're sitting in the theater and you're like, I didn't see that. She was good all along. Yeah. And then you go home and you're like, why why didn't that satisfy me, though? (laughs) Well, yeah. And, like, it can be done well. Yeah. Like, I would say. A good example of that is in A New Hope, the first Star Wars movie. Mm. Han Solo leaves. Mm-hmm. It aligns with his character. Yeah. He did his job. He's done. And then he comes back and he protects Luke and helps save the day. Mm-hmm. That's a surprise. Yeah, sure. And maybe if you watch enough stories, you think, oh, he's coming back. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, when you're 50 years yeah. past the movie being released, you've yeah. seen other things, and maybe that's not a surprise anymore. Yeah. But. But at the same time, like, just because something, like, is, like, a welcome, well-timed surprise, like, that's still a way to subvert expectations, give you that twist, give you that moment of surprise. Mm -hmm. You don't have to bring in stupid miscommunication rabbit trails in your story. Like, it's not worth it to try to get a surprise out of that. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead. Well, well, just on that note, I mean, we were already discussing this, Mm -hmm. but um, I've lost it now. Are we talking about which group? Still the purple-haired lady. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
the miscommunication thing, I think, is yeah. all I was leaning into. Um, it's dumb. Let's move on. <laughs> Don't remember. <laughs> um, so, Finn tries to dip. Yeah. That's not cool. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, a united front. Uh, he comes across Rose, who's crying. He, like, tries to sneak by her, and then she confronts him, and she's like, oh my gosh, you're a hero, I'm your biggest fan, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm not a hero at all, yeah. and then she goes on to say, like, oh, well, you know, do you know how many people I've had to stop today who are trying to leave, and then she realizes that he was trying to leave, yeah. and um, so she stuns him, and she does her job. Um this is where we also start to fuck up Finn's storyline in Ooh. the whole series, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. That's probably my one of my biggest angers, yeah. is, like, the injustice to Finn's character. Sure. Like, he was handled so well in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And now we're playing with really vague things. Like, nothing matters to me but Ray. Yeah. We already know that's not true. Sure. We. I'm totally fine with Ray being his main reason for being, okay? Yeah. But... So that's why he wants to steal that pod to mm-hmm. find Ray, right. so Ray doesn't come back here. But we're also kind of playing with the like tendency to run thing, which we kind of solved in the last movie. Right. But now we're going to open that up again. Yeah. And um, there's another point here, which is um, I'll I'll get there when we get there in the story. But there was another moment, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What are his motivations mm-hmm. in this movie? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that was his supposed motivation for trying to run was, I don't want Ray to come back here because we're doomed. This is a, a death flight. Right. And I just feel like if you want to align with where Poe is right now, he would not be running away by himself. No. He would be like, Poe, let's get everyone on the ship and get out of here. This mm-hmm. is a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Um. So he wakes up, mm-hmm. and I don't remember exactly what the conversation was, but he and Rose suddenly join forces, mm-hmm. and they come up with a plan, and they get Poe involved, mm-hmm. which, you know, should sound like exactly what you were just saying they should have done, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. Mm-hmm. They need to uh, get on the destroyer ship, mm-hmm. and they need a master codebreaker to do this. Yeah. And so, so they, like, randomly call the alien woman Lupita... Yeah. Maz. And she's like, well, of course I could do it, but I'm in the middle of a war right now. And I know somebody that can do it for you. Like, they'll be on this planet wearing some lapel flower pin. It looks like this, conveniently able to show. Um, Go find him. He'll help you. You know what would have been easier? Anything else? (laughs) Than to be like Rose, who's apparently from this planet. Hmm. Yeah. I know... I know a place. I know a guy. Yeah. I have history with him. Right. I have history here. Uh-huh. I know the Codemasters come through here. Yep. Simple enough. Give her more of a purpose. Mm-hmm. Integrate her better into the story. Yeah. That would have felt a little... A little, little smoother. smoother. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe got more than one draft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, we have uh, Kylo... Ray and Kylo. Uh, they can sense each other's presence. It's very... Alexander and Alina from Shadow and Bone. I was like, I know I just said this is very viral, and I could not place what media I just probably said that. that. It was Shadow and Bone. You're right. Yep. 
The dark lane. Yep. So he tries to convince her to bring in Luke. Uh, um, I feel like they're implying, like, he had a question, I think. I think maybe he said it, and that's why I wrote this. Um, like, like he's questioning why they're connected. Mm-hmm. Like, is it the Force, or is it something more? And, like, you're kind yeah. of, I feel like you're lingering in that, like, well, is it because they're in love and they're meant to be together? Mm-hmm. Um, and spoiler alert, it is revealed later that Snoke was the reason that yeah. they were connected. Yeah. So it's not, it's not true love. <laughs> it's the villain. Spoiler alert. I mean, watching it, it didn't feel as romantic as no. I remember it feeling. I just feel like that was it. kind of what Kylo yeah. Ren was questioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, are you not like other girls? Oh, and it is like romantic. They do sit in those moments, yeah. but it wasn't as overtly a romantic as I was watch as I remember it being. Probably mm-hmm. because when I was watching it the first time, I was so dreading it. I was like, please, let's not do this. Yes, and right. they were like, do it. Yeah. Well, they they do. Ugh. <laughs> He's such a nerd. <laughs> so, um. Oh, that's not where... No, it's not. We flash back in. There's a few times. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of back and forth um, on that island. Luke gives her a lesson in the force or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a little more than he bargained for because the dark side calls to her. And, like, wow. Like, big time. Um, but he's closed himself off from the force. It's revealed in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, like, what does he really know? Just <laughs> <laughs> um, And he says... She said, she said, I can't feel you. Yeah. Basically. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, I might have not, might not have written this down correctly, but, like, he says he's only seen such strength in the Force yeah. with Kylo yeah. before. Mm-hmm. So, I guess putting them on the same level. Putting them on the same level and also, interesting enough, maybe not intended, saying they're stronger than Vader and Palpatine. Mm. Because Luke has met Vader and Palpatine. Right. Sure. Mm. Food for thought. Interesting. Um, Kylo... <laughs> I have Kylo and Ren. Kylo and Ren. <laughs> I, someone said... Called him Ren. Maybe it was Snoke or something. Said I know. Ren, and I went, you mean Ray? <laughs> I just thought of Ben's character. Oh, and I was like, oh, there's so many jokes there. I've got to remember that. Um, they have another brain connection chat. Ugh, yeah. Finn and Rose go off to the casino to find the Master Codebreaker, so suddenly we're on a new planet in a new world in a new place. Mm-hmm. Um, they get caught immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, we see the guy with the pin, the flower pin. Mm-hmm. He's nobody. We don't see him again. We don't see him They again. get arrested. I don't even, I'm not even did sure you, why. Did you mention them breaking out the Pokemon beasts? Oh, no, that's, that's after. That's after. Oh, yeah. Golly. Um, so. We hear about Rose's tragic backstory. Okay, sure. Of how she and her sister, who's the one who died in the beginning, she yeah. dropped the bombs and mm-hmm. sacrificed herself. And for the, the only real, I mean, we had one visual connection of that where she had the necklace, the necklace yeah, which Rose has later, or they had the other half. I think it's like yeah. a yin yang. Yeah. Um, so we we know that we're led to believe there's a connection there, but we didn't yes. know as much. I think she did tell him right away. My sister died. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, and that's why she was crying when he. And I think she mentioned her sister when she said she was, they called him a hero. Mm-hmm. Like her sister had said, you did this or whatever. Yes, that's right. Um, so we, we, we know a little bit about that. Um, we're going back and forth. Uh, Luke confesses to Ray that him failing was how Kylo went dark. Yep. 
Um, okay, yeah, okay. I, I think I'm going to start this conversation now a little bit. I want to get into it more later. But here is another one of these. There's a lot of weird points I feel like they try to make. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to have themes, and that just like feels like a little heavy-handed with like all these different little lessons that we're supposed to take. Sure. Some of them I don't agree with, so that makes it sting more. But, um... <laughs> I felt like they were kind of heavy-handed at this, like, very much we are leaning into, in this movie in particular, but the entire sequel series is leaning very heavy into the fact that the Star Wars universe magic lore, whatever, is based off of, like, I can't remember if it's Taoism. Mm, Sure. Um... Which is all about balance, you know, mm-hmm. yin yang, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not, is it Taoism? I'm not sure. It's one of the Eastern religions. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's very much rooted in that. And they lean really, really hard into that in here, which is very heavy handed. And one of the, the ways you see that is you see, like, Luke and Ben's storyline. From their different perspectives, and one of they're each the villain of their own story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of heavy-handed. Uh, Are they? We also. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like Luke's the villain in both of their storylines. Well, he doesn't say that really right away. He was like, um, "That's not how he like shares it the first time." Not with Ray. Yeah, no. But like that's how it's. Presented. I mean, even even then, though, I feel like he does. Because Maybe I'm not like, sure. He attacked me. Yeah, I don't know, but because he saw my power. <laughs> it's very much leaning into, and I I think even before this, I think even when there were books written about Star Wars before the sequel trilogy came out, like we talk about the Gray Order and the Gray Jedi, which basically embrace the tenets of Taoism, where it's like. There's not really good and evil. It's all balance, and we need both. Yeah. I I believe that there is good and evil, and that you know, obviously, we there are two wolves in all of us. <laughs> but like, I don't like so much the idea that they like play on the like the balance is a good thing, and the Jedi Order was all crap because it's organized religion and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the kind of things that are bleeding into it. He's gonna burn the books and whatever mm-hmm. because the Jedi did bad things too. And yes, they did. Like, we see that throughout the movies. Like, the Jedi Order demonized emotions and they were so, like, monk-like in their um, endeavors that it did do harm. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. It really leans hardcore into, like, the religious lore that the series sure. is kind of vaguely built on before. Mm-hmm. But, like, the original truly is much more of a hero's journey. It's much more good versus evil. Mm-hmm. It is much more um, typical mythology. Mm-hmm. And this veers very hard into, like, no, this is what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Balance. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. And we have to throw away these rules and yeah. stop trying to extinguish the dark side or the light side mm. because they both need each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not really good and evil. Mm-hmm. It's balance. And I don't know. It's a little heavy-handed, in my opinion, in this movie. But it's also how the series is built to a certain degree. It just all comes to a head in this one. <laughs> sure. Um, so... I feel like up to this point, 
I was tracking. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> Beyond this, it lost me. I don't blame you. Um, because here we have Rose and Finn in jail. Yeah. They get thrown into a cell with this random stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever hears their conversation... And is like, oh, well, you know, I could totally break into the Destroyer and destroy it, or whatever. Do what the Master Codebreaker could do. Yeah. We came here to get the Master Codebreaker, and we just conveniently got thrown into a jail cell with someone who can also be the Master Codebreaker. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's a one-person job. I'm just saying we just stumbled upon someone else who could also do the thing we needed him to do. He's Brad Pitt. I don't know. He looks exactly like AU Brad Pitt. Um, he's like a character. Yeah. Somehow. He's again. very much a character. We don't know him. We don't. We don't see him again, I don't think, after this moment. He, uh, Finn and Rose are like, no, thank you. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna leave. And just breaks out. Yeah. Um, Another uber convenient <laughs> So thing, convenient. Which honestly would feel less convenient to me if we didn't have the stakes of Lapita being like, this is the one man that you can find down there. It, it would have been more normal if we stumbled across the code. Or to have like the explanation somehow of yeah. like, oh, that the pin that she was telling you would identify me. It was mine. That guy stole it from me. Like, yeah. did they even say that? No, they didn't. No. They could He's have. just a code breaker. He could have, like, lost it in a gamble. They're literally in a casino. I know. He could have lost the pin mm-hmm. and gotten arrested, and they could have explained that. Yeah. I don't know. And then it would have been convenient, but it would have been at least... At least had an explanation. Some tie-in. Whereas, yeah, if it was just, like, there's a lot of code breakers that hang out they here. They don't even use this guy. No. Nope. Because he just leaves. And he leaves the door open so Finn and Rose can escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they... He runs into BB-8. They yeah. They go the other direction. He teams up with BB-8 conveniently somehow. Uh, they go the other direction and they steal the Pokemons. <laughs> I have, um, horse, hyena, Chewbacca things. <laughs> yeah. And they were a weird blend of uh, every animal under the sun. They kind of look like Eevees, the Pokemon. And they're kind of cute, <laughs> or but Volcan. they sound like Chewy, and they're used to, like, horses, and yeah. they're way bigger than any of those things. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, Finn and Rose's ship gets destroyed, so they're kind of up a creek. Yep. Um, the Brad Pitt comes back and saves them. With a ship he stole with BB-8. With BB-8. I don't know why he cares. If they just why why are we doing this? Like if they just went to a planet that Rose knew had a bunch of cold breakers in there yeah. and stumbled across one in jail, that would have been less convenient. Well, and and then stayed they, with them while they broke they out of jail. They might have actually believed that if it wasn't, you know, if we knew that this was just something people could do or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I wouldn't have believed that some prisoner would <laughs> could do what we needed him to do. Yeah. And well, if we were playing D&D, and your DM was like, you have to find this one specific rogue, he's the only one who can do what you yeah. can do, and you find a different rogue in the dungeon, you're not going to believe he can do what you can do. Like, why? Whereas if I just say, go to the city and find a rogue, they, and you happen to find a rogue in a dungeon, that's a little more believable. <laughs> he also kind of proved himself by breaking out of the jail cell. Yeah. And they weren't like, wait a minute, sir. They were like, okay, let's See go. Him. Yeah, we're not following him still anymore. It makes no sense. 
I think they planned this movie around scenes that they wanted. Yeah. And they were like, we want scenes. We want Brad Pitt to have this dramatic... <laughs> yeah. Not and Brad we Pitt. want to free the horse girl Pokemon and ride them. Yep. And so they have to be separate. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. This is what I'm telling... This is what I'm saying. Look at what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I guess he does He look does like look like Brad Pitt. Pitt. He's not, but he does look like him. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of looks, no offense to this man, little bit of offense, worse than Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm, Brad you know, Pitt after he got punched in the yeah, face a few like, times. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there is he might be there. older, too. Which, that could be it. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> he means nothing. Um, moving on. <laughs> Kylo tries to seduce Rey by being shirtless and calling her weak and telling her her parents <laughs> threw her away like garbage. <laughs> That's the most accurate description of Rayla I've ever heard. <laughs> You're not welcome. wearing a shirt, calling her weak, and telling her parents threw her away like garbage. I mean, those were his words, not mine. It's the romantic. <clears throat> <laughs> so he tells his side of the story and claims that Luke tried to kill him because he feared um, Kylo's power. Yes. And then Ray is, like, questioning everything. Yeah. But, like, there was no buildup for that either. That, the pacing is so bad. She just was movie. like, wait... Are you telling Luke me the sees truth? them like holding hands in is a hut. Luke, a liar. Oh yeah, and wakes out. Hold on, that's the same. Did, that scene, didn't happen yet. It's it's after that. Oh, it's like it? in the midst of that. Okay. Um. Well, she was maybe having that moment, and then she gets called to the dark side. That's when she falls oh, yeah, in the yeah, hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And yeah, then she has a trippy moment where there's like four thousand of her, and she's trying to see her parents. That was weird. Um, that was so weird. So somehow this bonds her and Kylo and they're having another conversation and that's when Luke comes in and breaks the whole house. <laughs> yeah, and that was very much uh, dad finds out your boyfriend's exactly. in your bedroom. <laughs> it's like immediately no. <laughs> oh. And she freaks out at him. Yeah, and then so they fight and she's trying to ask like, oh, you know, did you make Kylo what he is today? And... Yeah. Tell me the truth. They fight. And he's like, yeah. But he does say that Kylo told the truth. He sensed the darkness in Kylo and wanted to kill him. But he wasn't actually going to, but then Kylo freaked out. Um, I jumped up. I don't know what happened in between here, but Yoda destroys the sacred Jedi text. <laughs> I don't remember. He just shows up. He just shows up. And Luke's like, I'm gonna burn this religion to the ground and um Yoda then Yoda does lightning lightning strikes the tree and it does seem like Yoda guides it to the tree yeah and Yoda's like haha he's like haha they're just books you're so dumb just, did you even read them haha you're so lol, dumb lol, lol, lol. <laughs> literally Ray is too advanced to benefit from these texts and <laughs> what could she possibly learn from a book exactly <laughs> they're so boring <laughs> And he lights the tree on fire, so Luke doesn't even have to do it. And Luke was like, I guess that means it was time for the order to fall wasn't, away. I was, I, was, I was gone at that point, because, like, I thought, like, Luke wanted to save the books, so I didn't know he was he ready was to... He was having second thoughts. He was like, uh, I'm gonna burn the tree and the books. I'm doing it. And then it happens. No, don't like, do it. Wait a second, no! <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> I thought they were actually having a conflict. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. No, just more um, chaos. I have drunk Brett Pitt stutter guy <laughs> is late. 
okay. don't like him either. <laughs> so a plot device that has no purpose. I think he tells Finn something important, but I struggled to listen. <laughs> they had a moment. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Poe confronts purple-haired lady and calls her a coward and a traitor. She didn't like that very much. He was very mad. He was so mad. And she, uh, yeah, didn't like that. But well, his plan is, like, she just is, like, slowly walking away from the fleet that's following them and not giving him a plan. And he's like, well, now we're out of gas, yeah. basically. Yes. And you're just gonna go down with this ship, you piece of trash. Well, he thought that, no. He, oh, no, he was like, you're just gonna send them off in these little to p- die. pods that have no defenses and yes. no weapons. Yeah. Um, that's right. Um, and then she's like, get out of here. Well, no. I don't think yet. And then he... Probably. Does he mutiny at that point? Yeah, um, I think Poe told Finn what he thought was happening mm-hmm. and bought them more time. I have Ray goes to Kylo. Yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, she's, island. like, in a pod and goes straight for yeah. the ship. She leaves Chewie with the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm gonna pod myself right into this giant ship to okay. talk to Kylo. Because there's good in him. And if I just go to him, he'll turn to the light side. Daddy, I love him. Ugh. Um, Poe takes command of the ship. Leia wakes up, and she's like, immediately no, and yeah. takes over again. She shoots, shoots him. him. He deserves that. Rude. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Did he deserve that? Everybody's lying to him all the time. As far as Leia knows, he deserved it. <laughs> Uncalled for. Honestly. <laughs> I have apparently purple hair was doing a good in secret. <laughs> That's it's so stupid, but it's true. Like, why didn't she just tell people? Uh, it makes zero sense why she wouldn't tell people. Why? Why? Like, you know, because he got demoted. You know, I think that's what they were leaning on. You know, would have made this make sense? Okay. If the reason that they tracked them through hyperspace or light speed or whatever they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Was because they had a mole informing them of their yeah, location. Absolutely. And then that would make sense why she'd be like, I'm not telling anyone what the plan is. Yeah. Because maybe we have a mole leaking mm-hmm. our location. And then Leia could have shot the mole instead of Poe. <laughs> <laughs> Poe the mole. <laughs> anyway, I remember watching this the first time and um, Carrie's daughter Billy was part of Poe's little four-man mutiny scheme. And I was like, I kind of ship it a little bit. I kind of <gasps> want them to be together. And that never happened. <laughs> Sad but day. I, well, that's okay. None of the ships happen. No. It's fine. Nobody gets anything that that's they want. True. Ever. <laughs> I was just like, I like this. I like that she has more purpose. I like that she's on his little mutiny squad. Like, yeah. this would be a cute little, a little, he's, she's got her mom's hairstyle. He's kind of a Han Solo yeah. replacement. That would be so cute. So I didn't get it. So. <laughs> um, purple hair, apparently, ultimately... I think it's revealed in this moment that, like, she's going to go down with the ship, like, be a diversion or whatever. Yes, she's going to save the ship. Everybody else is going to leave, and she's yeah. going to finish this off. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but did you say that it's a rebel base, that they that's what she was trying to get them to? I don't think slow... I knew that at this point. Okay. I... Their slow crawl away was so they could get close enough to this planet that okay. no one knows is, like, an ancient rebel base gotcha. that has a stronghold. Yeah. I'm, Helm's I'm... Deep, basically. That... <laughs> I realized that, and I don't know if it was in this moment or yeah. if we talk about it later, too, but I didn't write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoke has an evil monologue with Ray. Oh, yes. Apparently, he's the one shipping Raylo and connecting them with the Force. 
Um, Kylo kills Snoke. He was not about that life. Um. Okay. Here's the thing. Kylo kills Snoke, and Ray's like, oh my gosh, There's you're good a good guy now. But here's the thing, we can okay, that we know from the prequels is that there's could only be two Sith or whatever, and like we always have the apprentice killing the master in order to become the master. Mm. So as much as it's him choosing not to kill Ray. Yeah. Snoke it's is literally still telling conveniently him conveniently gets somebody out of his way. Snoke is literally telling him, do this, become the master. Become the master. In order to become the master, they always kill their masters. So well, that makes sense. There can only be one. Or two, but we know, I mean, we don't know at this point that there's the evil Palpatines. But, like, I don't know. It's kind of a mess. Yeah. The Star Wars rules are kind of a mess. Well, in that moment, I think we are supposed to believe with Rey. Yeah. That's how it's framed. I think so. That's yeah. how it's shot. Mm-hmm. That maybe he's turning a corner. Like, maybe there is some good in him. Maybe yeah. she has changed him. That seems weird, but yeah. it's possible. Yeah, he saves her life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't kill her. He gives her a lightsaber. Then they fight on the same side. That was um, kind of a cool moment. And then I have cool JK, JK. He wants to start a new order with her and let all the old things die. She wants to save the fleet. Yes. Um. He calls her nothing, but not to me. <laughs> and asks her to join him. Everyone who ships this, I just swear, it is like abuse 101. It is very abusive. Very abusive, oh, I agree. Oh, it's like a blueprint. Um. They fight over lightsaber. Uh, Phasma tries to execute Finn and Rose. Yeah, because they get captured. Because they don't su- they don't succeed in what they're trying to do. Why they need the code that's, breaker? That's right. That's that where that was where you know he. I think he tells Finn something important, but I struggled to listen. So their whole diversion. Yep. To the casino planet to get the code breaker to Did get into nothing. the ship fails. Yep. Completely. Mm-hmm. A pointless side plot. Yep. Uh, neck lady, ultimately. Purple hair lady. <laughs> it's like, it's the haunting of Hill House. <laughs> Broken neck lady. <laughs> she takes out the bad guys. So we never needed drunk Brad Pitt. Um. Drunk Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah. Okay, so she, they're gunning down the fleet that's escaping to the planet base. She turns her massive ship around mm-hmm. and hyperspaces right into their ship yep. and, like, breaks a huge chunk of it. Yep. Kills conveniently everybody in that main space. Except, except for Finn Rose, and Finn, and Phasma, the one person that Finn needs to kill. So, um... They Which fight. he does, right? Yeah, they fight. BB-8 saves them mm-hmm. somehow. I just have BB-8 helps Finn and Rose escape. Did they get a ship? Did we see them escape at least? I think so. Okay, because I don't. Oh, yeah, they do. We don't see them escape, but we see them crash into the rebel base mm-hmm. with their stolen ship. Yeah, and then BB-8 pops up because um, they're being chased. Yeah. Anyway, uh, backing up. <laughs> and Kylo lies to the ginger about Ray and says <laughs> she is hugs. <laughs> hugs. Uh, she killed Snoke, and I think this is where Gingy says, um, that she took a ship and dipped. Okay. Because, all of a sudden... She's on the Millennium Falcon. She's on the Millennium Falcon saving the day. (coughs) We never even saw... Unforgivable to me. Well, we never... I don't think we ever saw her leave. Like, I think they fought, and then he was unconscious. we never see her. We see them pull the lightsaber. Yeah. And the lightsaber breaks. And it cuts... It and cuts. then he's waking up, and Hux is there, and yeah. is like, "Oh, Ray escaped." And yeah. That's all we know. Yeah, 
And we don't see Ray again until somehow, conveniently, she gets to Chewie. In the Millennium Falcon. In the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) I do have the Finn and Rose get to the New Rebellion Station and the salt mine, and that's when they're, like, being shot at, and they crash in. And it's like, oh, don't shoot at them. Those are my friends. Um, I have Kylo and Gingy attack. <laughs> hey, you brought me here. What did you Kylo expect? Kylo and Gingy attack. Um, I have Rey is somehow on the Falcon with Chewie? Question mark. Mm, yep. Um, Finn goes on a suicide mission to destroy Kylo's ship. Here we ship. go. Here we go. Let me let me re reapproach my Finn storyline destruction. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why are we suddenly going to kill ourselves? I don't know. For the cause. Drama. Nothing. Drama, nothing baby. has built this up to this moment. Nothing no. has built this up. Yeah. If anything, does he think Ray died? No. No. If he thought she died there, maybe I feel like that, that would have been more of a Poe thing. Yeah. And even that, it wouldn't have made sense. Exactly. But it would have been more in line with his character with and his storyline. Where story he's line. been through. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Finn kills Phasma. Yeah. That should be a good moment for him. He has new hope now that they're at this rebel base. And he's... No. He's gonna just... That's his purpose. He's just gonna fly into this beam yep. of the ship and die. Doesn't make any sense. No, that's fair. And it's like, is this once again us trying to be like, I'm not a traitor, I'm not going to run away. This is not the solution to that. This mm-hmm. is still, in a sense, running away. Right. Like, you're just running to death when you don't have to. Yep. And, um, once again, what are we doing with his storyline? What are we doing? What is his motivation? Totally. Who is his character? Why is he even here, honestly? Why is he here? What is he doing? <laughs> and, once again, everything else Finn has tried to do in this movie, it doesn't pan out. Yep. He doesn't achieve his goal. No, because Rose, Rose just slams T-bones into him. him. Yep. And then says, I'm saving your... Um, what is her line? It's... About... Like, not dying for a cause. You're, you're fighting, fighting for, for love. For love. And then she kisses him and blacks out. Yep. The only... Like, Ooh, I, I don't enjoy heavy. any of that. I thought it was dumb. I don't think there was any build-up for that kiss. Besides... Her being a fangirl. Yeah. That was as close as you could get. Yeah. And that's not how they portrayed that moment. And it's, once again, such a... Oh, I just hate it because, like, here we have these cool female characters, more of them in this series, and we keep choosing to boil them down to relationships with men. Like, there's nothing chippable about that. She's, like, a cute... They have a cute friendship. Yeah. Well, and they, they barely have time for that. Barely. They've known each other for 24 hours. He's still preoccupied with Ray, apparently, making yeah. all his decisions with Ray. In Except mind. for this most recent one. And, um, like, and then she guesses, I'm like, why would you do that to her character? Yeah. Like, why are, you ne- why are you needlessly making her now in love with him? Like, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? I why can't she just be a funny female character in the Star Wars universe that we yeah. can like? Like, don't know. It doesn't make sense. Anyway. So she could deliver that line, which was supposed to be the whole point. But it wasn't. But he never wanted to die for Ray. Like, that was a two-second moment in the movie where apparently he was going to kill himself to blow up the ship. Don't know. Um, Luke shows up when all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. He fights Kylo. Talks to Leia. 
He talks to Leia first, and then he fights Kylo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poe finds another way out of the salt mines. So the rebellion can escape, and he realizes along this way, like Luke is buying them time, so they can do that. Yes, I loved this scene of Luke fighting Kylo. Yeah, in the salt, what looks like blood, and it's not blood. Like, yeah, that is a very fun scene, and sure. I remember enjoying watching that scene in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's pretty much all. For this movie, yeah, and it's got some fun scenes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Poe and crew hit a dead end. Ray magically finds them. Yep. On the other side. Yeah. She sees the the little ice foxes, whatever they are, like escaping. I think. Well, Ray has the force, so maybe she feels Leia. Or that something. could be, I, but I'll it's give her that it's kind <laughs> of implied that she sees something and just knows. Yeah. Um. So she frees them with the force, moves all the rocks out of the way, so they can get out. After saying lifting rocks, and I went, did she lift rocks in her training? And you went, I don't remember. I don't that. think she did. <laughs> I just think that's what it was. Like it, uh, maybe she did. Like there a, were a lot of rocks on that mountain, but I just <laughs> for her to say lifting rocks. Braille. <laughs> why did she say lifting rocks? Because <laughs> uh, we're dumb. Our, we're, we're the audience. We're dumb. We can't see her lift the rocks. She lifts the rocks. I just feel like it would have been, it would have made more sense if she had been like, oh, the force, you have know? We, have we discussed Braille like, in we, this podcast? Probably not. Okay, so uh, this is another example of something you gotta guard against, okay? Your audience is not stupid, and I say Braille because there's a moment in the 2002, I don't even know, something like that, Daredevil, which Ben Affleck is Daredevil and Jen Gardner is Electra, okay, in this movie... She leaves her Don't necklace hanging for him on the rooftop, and it has Braille on it. This is a word on it. Okay? At the end of the movie, Ben Affleck reaches for the necklace, rubs his hand over it, and says, hmm, Braille. Why does he say Braille? We already know we can see. <laughs> We can see! The audience can see! And, like, you could run your hand over it and say the word. You could just take it, run your hand over it, we can see, and it's not like this was the, you know, like, close captioning or, or verbal option for the people who can't see. Yeah. That's not why they threw it no, in here. No, this is Ben it Affleck saying Braille. Telling instead of showing, but to such a stupid extent that you think your audience cannot look at a Braille necklace, have the blind lead run his hands over it to read it, and not know that he's reading Braille. Out, yeah. Your audience is smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know, I feel like I missed something there. Like, there was some connection, like, he told her, you know, like, if it had been a recurring joke, yeah, fine. Yeah, that makes sense, then. But, no, yeah, okay, so she lifts the rocks, um, after saying lifting rocks, and gets them all out. Don't know. Um, I have... She and Finn have a hug, because they're still soulmate besties, even though they're not. Yeah, it wasn't a very satisfying hug at that point. Um, I have... Surprise, bitch. Luke was using the Force the whole time and was never really there. Okay, so Luke astral-projecting himself to yep. um, be there is, once again, something that I don't believe we've used in the movie so far. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's why people... I keep hearing them talk about this movie like they broke the Force. They completely redefined the force. Yeah, sure. And I don't know if it's in reference to leaning into the Eastern religion thing, where it's all about balance and there is no good and evil, basically, anymore, and we're doing away with the Jedi Order, 
or if it is for because of things like race competent or if it's because of things like Luke is astral projecting and Carrie's floating in space. I mean, two out of three, I would agree, are yeah. probably problematic. Yeah. And, like, I'm thinking it might, like, because the ones that I'm, like, okay, that's a completely new thing. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to be a completely new thing? Mm-hmm. Or are we creating potholes? Um, Carrie being in space and not dying and getting yourself back in the ship and like astra astral projecting yes are new things yeah i don't think they've been done before in the star wars universe right now we can retcon with all our series that come before and add it in there maybe (laughs) he dies he does die so is that why like was it did it take everything out of him that's what I'm not sure. Did it take everything out of him? And, like, I haven't Googled anything. I'm sure people have loads of discussion on this. Mm-hmm. Or is it, like, The Matrix, where Kylo Ren stabs your astral projection, you get stabbed in real life? I don't know, because he seemed fine after Kylo He did seem fine. He, like, had a couple moments. Yeah. And then he, like, gets raptured. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't... I mean, like, if, if that were the out, mm-hmm. maybe that's okay. If Obi-Wan it's like, does that in the original trilogy, like, Vader cuts him down and he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But, but Vader cut him down in that moment. But, I mean, the astro projecting oh, over yeah, yeah. that much space. Yeah, maybe. Like, onto a different planet. It sucked up his life force. Maybe that took the life out of him. And, like, maybe that fixes the problem. Like, you can't just do that. There are consequences, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can use this and you can, like, fix... The Padme death, you know, like you give your force life and energy to do something, yeah, and you die, you know, yeah, like Padme delivering her twins right. safely and dying from a broken heart. Um, <laughs> maybe we're trying to fix the broken heart plot hole. <laughs> Look, projecting. I don't know, I don't feel like there's a lot of explanation. He just gets raptured, his robe falls, yeah. and weird. then Leia and Ray are like, Oh, how sad he's gone. <laughs> I know. Because they just know because of the Force. Yes. Okay. Which that, that, I mean, that is kind of Star Wars E. That's not completely. Sure. It's fine. It just things. was like, oh, okay, he's yeah. dead. Well, and he says to Kylo, if you cut me down in anger, I'll never leave you like your father doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a weird thing to say. Like, I'll haunt you mm-hmm. or I'll become a Force ghost, which he's going to become a Force ghost anyway. Did he cut him down in anger? He tried to cut him down in anger. But that doesn't seem to be what actually killed Luke. Lots of questions. Uh, No answers. No answers. My last note is referencing an earlier note that I did not read because (laughs) I thought Rose died after she kissed him. Oh, no. So then my last note is just Rose didn't die, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's just there. Finn's tucking her in. Tucking her in. Paul introduces himself to to Ray. Ray. Apparently we haven't met yet. The end. It... The crew was not together once, and no. even in... That always bums me out. Even in The Empire Strikes Back, like, Han, Leia, and Chewie, they're all together. It's mm-hmm. just Luke who's off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. To have everybody off doing their own thing... I'd for, you know, four out, three out of four things to not actually pan out. <laughs> and I just feel like we're supposed to believe they have this, like, deep connection, and... It just doesn't really work. Like, by the time we get to movie three, it's like the band's together and we're friends. And it's like, 
I don't know if there is a big skip between movie two and movie three. Maybe there is. Maybe that can be used. But, like, between movie one and movie two, there is not a big skip, no. as far as I can tell. It starts right away, because you're there Pretty with much, Ray and Luke. Yeah. And, um... I just... It's frustrating, because, like, you don't have that... Those bonds built. Yeah, And that's between true. movie one and movie two of the original trilogy, like, they could have been together for a while. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're on the ice planet. We don't really know how they got there after they blew up the Death Star. We no, know that's, it was, like, that's time fair. for celebrating in between that. there. There's probably weeks, maybe months, that these people are Hanging still, up. like, getting to know each other and being friends. Right. You know? No, you're right, because it did just, like, pick up right where the previous movie left off, and one of my complaints about the previous movie was there's never time to breathe. Yeah. Like, it is all one day, pretty yeah. much. Like, mm-hmm. they meet at the beginning. Yep. Of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's been a day by the end of it. Yes. Maybe 48 hours. Like, it's nuts. One of my big complaints, and this sounds petty, and it sounds just a shipping thing or whatever, but it screws it screws up so much of the movies mm-hmm. is, like, we put everything aside for this cosmic Ray and Ben Solo representing the light and the dark and the balanced love dance. There is mm-hmm. no evil, whatever thing Mm -hmm. and their relationship which is toxic as hell and we just throw Finn's character away for that because we still have to hold him to being kind of in love with Rey we play with that all throughout this trilogy and they're hardly even spending any time together I want to play devil's avocado no avocados (laughs) (laughs) not in defense of the movie necessarily Mm -hmm. I just think it could have been done well, their relationship, the Raylo thing. Yes. And not in a, like, shippable way, but in a toxic kind of way. Yeah. I think it could have been done better. I yeah. think we all could have been happier with it. Yeah. I think we could have kept the real... Ooh, sorry. Um, force. We could have had the light and the dark, and yeah. we could have been like, oh, well, you know, nobody's one full thing. Yeah. We could have played with that some more. Yeah, right. And we could have been like, well, she does have more of the dark. Yeah. He does have some of the light. She sees that in him. We could have focused on that yeah. without making it creepy and weird and, like, yeah. I don't know, and we boring. And do, we do play with that more in the last movie, if sure. I recall. So it does give it some more, I don't know, Oof. depth of theme. But, like, we do always have to go kind of romantic with it, which I just... That annoys me so badly. Yeah. And then, um... I also think it's weird that we're like, oh, it's balance. It's all good. We need both to continue. It's all about balance. The Jedi were bad, religious people who did mm-hmm. bad things. But it's like, she's still a Jedi. Like, we get out of this and it's like, no, but Rey is still a Jedi. Like, Jedi are still that. cool. Like, Luke says that. Like, no, I am not going to be the last Jedi. Even mm-hmm. though he's like, no more Jedi. So now we're just redefining Jedi, and then it's okay. Yeah. If, as long as we make a new religion, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's and okay. Religion is okay as long as it's not the... Cr- old religion. Original one. <laughs> <laughs> and... We can love all religions, except for one yeah. in particular. And so like, this is where like this falls apart, at least in my worldview, because it's like... 
it's all balanced, it's all good, but we're still rooting for the good guys the Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're I still mean, rooting against the dark if side. If we stopped denying that, and we were like, no, we want Ray to be the good guy, she's on the good side, she struggles. Yeah. But she's still a good guy, and for her to be like, I see the good in you, yeah. I would like to pull you from the dark side, yeah. and let me do that for you, and not make it romantic from her point of view. Yeah. Maybe it's romantic from his point of view, because he's a creep, because yeah. that's what the dark side is. Yeah. That's fine, but right. for her to be, like, to- struggling with that aspect of it, yeah. cheapens it. Well, yeah, and also, this movies, these movies do end, spoiler alert, with them, like, redeeming Ben Solo and yeah. bringing him to the light and Ray choosing to stay in the light. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me yeah, that do it better. the dark side and the light side are both balanced and they're both good and every, whatever, 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 and then be like, no, the dark side's bad. We need to be in the light. Like, you're just contradicting yourself exactly. at this Exactly. Well, that's, that's what all of these random tangent storylines feel like. It's yeah. just contradicting the ultimatum. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like Luke's whole thing felt very contradictory, and maybe that's why people hate it so much, where it's just like, I'm gonna burn the Jedi text. No, I'm not! That's and then, bad! And then being like, but I have now trained Je- Rey to be the Jedi to replace me. And it's just like, okay, so what? Just because also, she can do it better now? At the end, was Finn not moving the Jedi texts? What? I swear, those same books were on that shelf oh, in the ship. I don't know. I don't know. I have. I did not see that. And he Maybe. was not, like, intentionally moving them, but, like, they were there in the shot. I thought, we Maybe. should go back and watch we that We should part. go back and watch it, because I, 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 I didn't catch it. Because I was like, that looks like the Jedi text that Ray was looking at. Yeah. I have no idea. But, like, and, I mean, I'm 100%, because, like, in the old books... Which I know people tell me to stop referencing. But, um, like, Luke starts... They're not canon, Lydia. Starts a new Jedi Order. So, like, I'm I'm okay with that, you know? Like, but... And obviously you're going to go away with some of the bad rules of before that the Jedi Order had. But it's not phrased that way, you know? It's like, he comes out so dramatic out of the gate, like... And there will be no more Jedi! And it's like, why can't you just be like, some of the rules of the Jedi Order were screwed up. They actually uh, didn't let us deal with the dark side. The text... What? Yes, we see the text briefly just before Rey leaves the Falcon to meet Kylo Ren. Like she took them? I guess so. Nothing means anything. I guess she stole the books out of the tree before Luke burned it up. And somehow Ghost Yoda didn't know that. He just fucking Ghost around. Yoda doesn't exist. He just He's to just mess around. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie. It's so messy, guys. It's just so messy. Uh, it's just so messy. Who snuck the books on board the Millennium Falcon? No clarity was given in The Last Jedi, but the no. best answer is Luke. No, but good thing she said that she was lifting rocks. <laughs> That's where we needed the clarity. Yeah, we didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> With those rocks. They just started floating. I don't know what that's called. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Very, very weird to burn the text and not burn the text. To say we're doing away with the Jedi and then we're not doing away with the Jedi. Or, or even the books. Exactly. So, like... Okay. 
What? Luke did say while training her, the force is not a power you have, it's not about lifting rocks. Okay. So it's a joke, I guess. It's a joke, okay. Poorly executed. <laughs> you know, I might have remembered that if there hadn't been two hours in two between the delivery. hours of us trying desperately to pay attention to not... To make sense. To make sense of something that was nonsensical. We were like, why is Brad Pitt here? And it didn't matter. Why did Rose and Finn go on this whole journey that resulted in nothing? No. Well, we saw the kid on that planet, and we see him at the end of the movie. I did like that little nod. That was just an artistic nod. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, if that had served a purpose, maybe we would have had reason to be there. Yeah. I don't think he did. I think it was just he's inspired and the Jedi will live on. I think that's what we're supposed to get yeah, from I just, that. Yeah. He could have been in the next movie. That would have been yeah, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it would have. I don't know. It was so messy. And like people like to be like, oh, it's a middle movie. It's messy. None of this Not mess. Not a good enough reason. None of this mess is like referenced again in the next movie. No. It's just Rilo. I mean like that. It's my memory at yep, least. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's exhausting. It was it was a lot of time wasted. And I just feel like we should have, for these movies, like, I was okay with the first one being a love letter to Star Wars, yeah. the original trilogy. But now, in this messy middle of a mo- second movie, is when you build out then, like, how is this different than the first trilogy? Like, the Rebels and the Republic and the New Order. Let's dig into that a little bit, seeing as we're basing our entire series around it. But it's like they never do. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, it just happened, and that's just then we're still just a scrappy ragtag group. But it's like, no, you've had years mm-hmm. where Luke built a new Jedi temple. Yeah, like the Republic, the the Rebellion won, and now we have resurgence coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's probably been a hard fight the whole time, but it just feels like. We're smaller than ever, and we never skipped any time. Right. It's like, you skipped a lot of time, It's actually. been, like, 50 years, guys. A whole new temple rose and fell. Like, yep. can we lean into this a little bit more? And mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to have so many, many series that will probably take place during that time. Right. I would love, as much as I'm not always a big fan of the CGI faces, we've done it. Let's True. embrace it. Let's, we certainly have. Let's embrace it. Let me see it. Let me see Carrie and Luke and Han Solo. Leia. Her name is Leia. <laughs> it's Carrie. It's just Carrie. <laughs> Leia and Luke and Han Solo, like, between the original trilogy and here, all the cool stuff they're doing, yeah. like, that's what those books were about. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, let's, let's, let's see it. Right. Let's see it. We already have the rights to CGI the faces and the voices. It's weird. It's a weird choice, but we chose it. So let's just give us the content we want. (laughs) We'll see, I guess. Disney Plus is young. Yeah. Because that would be fun. And, like, they are, I mean, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian in a different podcast. But we are building the world up. Yeah. sequels. We certainly are. We already started that. Yeah. But anyway, yes, consensus for me is The Last Jedi still a little bit of a mess. I really didn't have a good time. I started out like, oh, great, Oscar Isaac's here. Yeah. And then that was the <laughs> highlight. It continued to be yeah. the highlight. <laughs> I was, and I think this is probably why. I and think they were mean to him. So. <laughs> were mean to him. Really screwed up this franchise. And you can like the movie. You can like certain aspects. I like certain aspects of it. But I think it really messed everything up. And I think part mm-hmm. of that is the writers changed 
Yeah. And um, no one was connecting dots, no, and you got to use that second movie to connect your dots. Right. And um, I feel like the third movie tried to like wrap up the first movie mm-hmm. and kind of ignore the second movie. But I mean, you know it, what they call that? A shit sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I just feel like this movie really screwed certain things up and yeah. really did probably the most egregious sins in the Star Wars fans' perceptions of the sequel trilogy. Sure. Honestly. Yeah. In my opinion, at least. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think they just kind of deviated from everything that they had set up in the first movie. Yeah. Which was better. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you liked it or not is a different... Exactly. ...issue, but it was better. Yeah. It was a decent setup. It was a good start for a new trilogy. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, everything in that movie? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, some of that, like, the gray Jedi is not about, like, I can agree with that, too. Like, it's not about denying your humanity. It's about dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Like, if we lean into that more, which they, they, they do toy with that, and that's what the Jedi need to be, I'm more fine with that. But they were so speaking, like, we're going to do away with all of it entirely. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, that doesn't make sense. And it doesn't actually make sense with how you ended the movie. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Chaos. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I struggle. I struggle, I struggle. And this movie was a struggle. <coughs> and now we have weird semi-love things we didn't ask for. Yeah, that didn't need to be there. Mm-mm. We didn't need any of that. No, no, no. So strange. I agree. So strange. Yeah. Disappointed? <laughs> anyway. Uh... I got, I, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't even know what to say, really. Like, it was... it was Do better. <laughs> do better, man. Like... That's what you can say. Do better. I get it. Middles are hard, but then you gotta write out your whole trilogy before you start well, filming. Well, why aren't we doing that, TBH? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. And, there, and I think it's an extra rub for me is, like knowing some of the stuff that's not considered canon anymore. It's just an extra layer of bitterness for me because I'm like, that was good. We could have done that. Why did you do away with that? (laughs) If if you don't got anything better to add, I could have done that. That's a fair criticism. (laughs) Why are we throwing away good stuff only to make bad stuff? Why would we do that? That just seems a little silly to me. I would agree. Anyway. Anything else to add? No. Tune in next time. We'll talk about other stuff, and we will tackle the third movie. Hopefully it's better than this one. (laughs) I mean, what? Like, it's hard? Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.